The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was the first Sunday after the Epiphany, the baptism of our Lord Sunday. We're looking at Acts chapter 10, verses 34 and 35. Then Peter began to speak, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. My dear friends in Christ, prior to our reading, the Lord had given a vision to a Gentile centurion named Cornelius. And in that vision, there was an angel who told Cornelius that he was supposed to send for the apostle Peter so that Peter could share God's word with him. So what Cornelius did is he sent three of his men to summon the apostle Peter. And as those men were heading over to see Peter, well, Peter also had a vision. And in his vision, there was this sheet was, that was being let down by its four corners from the heavens. And that sheet contained in it all kinds of different animals and reptiles and birds. And then there was a voice that Peter heard that said, get up, Peter, kill and eat. And to that directive, Peter responded by saying, surely not, Lord, I have never eaten anything impure and unclean. The voice, it must have been the Lord Jesus himself speaking to Peter. But in that sheet, there were animals that were unclean. According to Old Testament ceremonial laws, they were unclean and the Jews were told not to eat those things. And now here's the Lord Jesus saying to Peter, get up, Peter, kill and eat that sheet it was let down three times for the apostle peter and three times the voice of the lord jesus spoke to peter and said get up peter kill and eat well while peter was thinking about that vision then those three men from the home of cornelius arrived and asked peter to go with them and the Holy Spirit even spoke to Peter and told him that he should go with those three men. And at the home of Cornelius, Peter said, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism. Remember that in Old Testament times, what God did is God told his Old Testament people that what they were supposed to do is they were supposed to separate themselves from the Gentiles. And what they were supposed to do is separate themselves from the heathen Gentiles because God didn't want the Jews to be led astray and led into their idolatrous ways. He was saying, stay away from their false religious practices. And unfortunately, what that meant is that the Jews because of that, kind of looked at the Gentiles 
and thought of them as being impure and unclean and not really fit to share the gospel with. When Peter first met Cornelius, he told him, you are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with a Gentile or visit him, but God has shown me that I should not call any man impure or unclean. And now see, that was the purpose of the vision that Peter had received, to show him, to show him, to show Peter that God's invitation of grace to those who are weary and burdened by their sins, that that's something that God offers to all people. God doesn't show favoritism. He doesn't write off any race or nation of people. So God didn't want Peter, and for that matter, he doesn't want us also to consider anyone impure or unclean and figure that because of that, we shouldn't make any effort to share the gospel with those people. After all, think about it. Who are we sinners to think that someone shouldn't even hear the gospel message? Jesus' gracious invitation is offered to all. Peter said, But God accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. Those who fear God and do what is right are all of us who by the grace of God have been called to faith in Jesus as our Savior so that we're able to fear God. And that means, well, to really have an awe and a respect for God, to see God for who he really is. That is, he is the one who hates sin and demands that every sin be paid for. He threatens to punish those who sin against him, who rebel him. And God, of course, does have every right to punish us sinners. But he also loves us sinners and sent Jesus to be our Savior through faith. God, and he enables us to, as he says here, do what is right. Scripture says, of course, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But Scripture also says, I can do all things through the Lord who gives me strength. With the Lord's help, and of course, it's only with the Lord's help, can we fight against Satan and sin and do what is right according to our God. But that's something that we have to work at and we have to keep on depending on God for his help and strength so that we're able to do what is right because, well, tragically, we're all like the alcoholic or anyone who's addicted to, to anything, to drugs, to pornography, to bad language, gossiping, overeating, anything, so many other things like that. Sin is an addiction and we all struggle with that addiction. We often stumble and fall. But we believers, with God's help, we keep on looking to our God for his help and strength to fight against sin and to do what is right. Jesus' gracious invitation for all 
is offered to all. And how thankful we have to be that that is true, that Jesus' gracious invitation is offered to all. He wants all people in heaven with him forever. That's why Jesus lived the perfect life and why he died the innocent death on the cross. He died on the cross, the innocent suffering and death, so that he could shed his blood, which could wash away all of our sins and pay for the sins of the entire world. And he lived a perfect life so that he can give to us and he could give to everyone his perfect life that would make all people worthy of heaven. Jesus' gracious invitation. How thankful we have to be that it is offered to all. But tragically, many people reject Jesus' gracious invitation. But thank God that the Holy Spirit has worked faith in your heart so that you believe Jesus' gracious invitation is for you. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for your gracious invitation to us sinners who deserve eternal punishment. Thank you for your gracious invitation to believe that you are our way to heaven forever. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.